0: Moments of the season at prices that feel just as good discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first like worthington and liz claiborne for her each in women's petite and plus sizes here spring comes in all shapes sizes and colors jc make everybody count what does every grocery store aisle now have in common products that come in paper packaging and we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons from beauty products to boxed water,
1: there are more opportunities to go paper than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice
0: for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash
2: It's time for a Big Blue Kickoff Live. Nobody can ever tell you that you couldn't do it, because you didn't. On Giants.com. You know what I
3: saw?
2: New York Giant Prime. And the Giants Mobile
4: App. 17-14 is the final.
2: Part of the Giants Podcast Network.
4: Let's go
0: on like crazy dogs. Oh, this is going to be a fun show. Welcome to Big Blue Kickoff Taped right here on Giants.com and the Giants mobile app. He's Paul Dettino. I am John Schmelk. We are not live, but you can watch us as though we're live and we'll take your calls. If random people want to call in to the number, we'll take your calls. We already have Ray in Charleston. Um, so anybody else that wants to call in, you can call in here. Um... We have top men working on our streaming issues. We hope to get that resolved shortly, or hopefully early next week. <laughs> the best, the best men, and uh, and ladies, and we will take care of that hopefully on Monday, and we'll be back. Um, <laughs> but I'm back from mobile on a little punchy. I have not slept a lot the last few days between all the reports and written stories and videos and podcasts. Is is the Brugler podcast up, uh, Griffin, uh, Pearson, or it is, or, or are we still waiting for the graphic? We got it. All right. It's it, it's going up if it's not up already. Um, and he was great. He did about 20 minutes of me just on Senior Bowl, guys. We'll have Dane back on uh, at the combine. We've had Dane on for a long time. holy Dots, I haven't seen you in like a week. What's going on? Yeah. Man?
3: Hey, John. You know, it's funny because uh, you were down there watching the prospects. I was trying to keep track a little bit as best as I could of the Shriners and also the uh, Senior Bowl guys. The players
0: at the Shrine Bowl, not actual Shriners, just FYI. Right. Because there are actual <laughs> I, I don't want you following those guys
3: around. Right? Yes exactly good good point john <laughs> uh, and and to be frank with you i had a college basketball game in boston last night so i that taped go. It, it was okay, but I taped the Shrine Game. I have the Shrine Game on tape, too. I have not watched it. I, and yet, I so. plan on trying to watch it at some point today or tomorrow morning before the Senior Bowl. And then I'll watch the Senior Bowl, and then I'll have a whole lot more to say because you were there, and I wasn't, and trying to no, do things. Fine. and. But but I will tell you this, John. And I
0: have a college game on Saturday, by the way. I'm not sure if you do as well. so I, have to I, I the, do not. I have to take the Senior Bowl, and then I'll watch that either Saturday night or there Sunday morning.
3: So. But here's my point. It has been really quiet around here. <laughs> because all the Giants football personnel oh, yeah. have been out and about in places like oh, where you were. We saw them. Yeah. We saw them It down has there. been really, really quiet.
0: Absolutely. It was a lot of fun. By the way, I asked for Twitter questions. Send those in if you want. Um, I'll go to, go to hashtag Giants chat, Paul. See if you can find questions. Yeah, any let me see what we got. Questions. There might be uh, if you want to reply to the up. tweet I put up, you can do that too. Again, if random callers call and we will, we will take you too. So uh, just, I'll throw a couple basic things out, Paul. And If you want to pepper me on specifics, you can after okay. we start taking some questions. Uh, a few things that jumped out to me. This was not like a glitzy wide receiver class at the Senior Bowl, which I think kind of goes in line with the draft class in general. It's not a glitzy wide receiver class, right? Uh, there were some good players that could be, you know, like maybe maybe late round two, early you know round three type of picks. I think probably more like round three than round two to be honest with you. But there were some decent players. Um, there were some corners. I thought uh, the running back class was phenomenal. Uh, Tajay Spears. Kenny McIntosh, uh, Chase Brown, um, the Oklahoma kid, Eric Gray. I thought the running back class was was really really strong, and you know it's hard in these in, you know for to, to to notice running backs and you know, with one on ones and stuff. It's not right. like made for the position, but even so, just the way they move and the way they played, I thought they were really good. And I thought the offensive line class was really good. You know how it works, Paul. When you do these offensive line, defensive line one on ones. It's advantage defense. They have a built-in advantage in those drills, and I thought the offensive linemen generally won those. And I was pretty impressed by some of the offensive linemen, especially some of the guards and centers. So I think you could see a lot of plug-and-play guys day two, early day three here, where you draft them, you could put them in there, and they might not be stars, but I think they'll be solid, solid players. From
3: the clips that I saw, John, and you're going to have to tell me if this is legitimate to feel this way, it looked to me like this was not, a very exceptional pass rushing class and that was no. why the offensive linemen were holding up so well. Or maybe it wasn't an exception or maybe the offensive linemen were so good. The pass rushing class didn't look it as good. it can be. It can be either one. Um I was I mean, more look, in, I was more inclined to be more impressed with the offensive linemen yeah, and downgrade the, the pass rushers.
0: Yeah, look, and, and to me Paul, look there was like Isaiah Fosky had two ten sack seasons in a row. Like he's a good player. You know you would some pretty good, accomplished pass rushers here. And I thought the offensive lineman just did a really good job. So I, I'm with you. I want to give the offensive lineman credit. Um, Osiris Torrance out of Florida, 330. He gets his hands on you. It's over. Tank, big guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played with, at Louisiana Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns, for like four years before he transferred to Florida this season. He was really good. Um, the guy from TCU, Silva, uh, rather, uh, Steve Avila, he was excellent. Uh, you watched him in the National Championship game and in the college football playoffs. Mm-hmm. Again, bigger guy, Paul. These are two guys you would like. 6'3", 330, yeah. Mauler, gets his hands on you. And he actually took some snaps at center, too, in practice, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. Because that's a position the Giants might be looking for. Because right now, they don't have any centers really on their contract, except unless you want to count Bredesen in that category or Lemieux. Right. Uh, so that I thought that was interesting. Um, John Michael Schmitz. Uh, the center out of Minnesota, I thought, did a really nice job. Another interior lineman that they I did see
3: some stuff on him. He, was, he was very on.
0: good. Matthew Bergeron out of Syracuse, who mm-hmm. did tackle and guard, though I think he's probably more of a guard. I thought he had a he had a nice week. So I think you saw some, you know, mid round interior offensive linemen. even a couple tackles that I thought did pretty good. Darnell Wright out of Tennessee, I think, is a day two pick. He did pretty well. So I think you take a look at those guys, and I think you say, look, these guys. They're going to be guys you can probably play pretty early in their careers. And they might not be stars, but I think they'll do good jobs.
3: The other generic thought that I had from the the stuff that I did see looked like it was a nice week for the corners.
0: Yes, I think the corners did pretty well. Um, Darius Rush out of South Carolina had a few interceptions. Mm. Um, Caillou, Blue, Kelly... Which is an interesting name out of Stanford. He was excellent. He had a couple interceptions there, uh, a couple safeties. Sidney Brown out of Illinois, who's Chase Brown's, the running back's twin brother, by the way. Mm-hmm. He was excellent. Um, Christopher Smith out of Georgia was very good. He's more of a, he's one of those 5'10, 190 pound safety, So he's almost more a slot corner than he's okay. kind of one of those like crossover guys. Jammy Robinson's kind of the same way. He's kind of like, a safety, but he has corner skills. Right. So those two guys, I would kind of lump into the same category. Yeah, I thought the corners played well. Um, you know, the quarterbacks were not great. I think that probably helped the helped the corners a lot. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Uh, they've, I mean, I saw more interceptions in one-on-ones and seven-on-sevens than I've maybe ever seen at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, and
3: I know they didn't show everything on the video highlights that I was watching during the week, but you're right, John. I was very underwhelmed by the quarterbacks. Although I think it was Daniel Jeremiah who I think said... Three first rounders and maybe four if you think Richardson makes it into the first round. Well, yeah, I mean none of those guys were in mobile, obviously. No, you know, no, but I know, Mo- but when he was talking about the quarterback class, the, because the guys you got at the facility or at the field were not those guys. The guys in mobile day three picks. Yeah. They're not there was and, nothing. And there maybe
0: to, not until round five even. Like there wasn't a there wasn't yeah. I, don't, I don't want to be mean, but there wasn't a ton. There, yeah, which um, is
3: something we've been telling people
0: for a year, which is fine. Um, but yeah, look, I think you're definitely going to have four first round quarterbacks. Like it's not even a question. You're going to have four. You first like round Richardson to make it? He's sm- he has so much raw physical talent. The way he can run, I mean, Paul, he runs like a running back. Yeah, I know. And he I has know. a cannon. He just doesn't know what he's doing as a passer. He's all over the place. He's inconsistent. But to me, that's your classic guy. And maybe he'll go earlier than this, but I've kind of t- termed him through this process. If you guys watch draft season, go subscribe to the podcast. Tony Paul and I, new episode from the Senior Bowl yesterday. He's that guy you trade into the end of the first round to get the fifth yeah, year option on. Yeah, I could see that. That's how I see him. I mean, like, he's, yeah. I mean, Paul, he's Cam Newton. No, I know. He's he's just not as polished as a passer as I Cam know. was coming out. I know. But physically, like all those freak show qualities, mm-hmm. the guy's Cam Newton. He just is it not where Cam was as a passer when Cam came out of school. He was a much better right. thrower. Right. So was Lamar, by the way. Like people want to make the Richardson Lamar Jackson comparisons. No, 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 no. no, no. no, no. Lamar Jackson is so much further along as a Can passer do that. he came out. Cannot do like that. Like you want to compare him as athletes? Okay, that's fine. Yes. But Lamar Jackson was a much better quarterback coming out yes. as a passer than not the even Richardson close. is. Not even close. And I think you're. I think you're looking at three top ten quarterbacks. I think Stroud, Levis, and Bryce Young are all top ten players.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Whether they deserve to be there or not is another question. But with all the yeah. and look, we've talked about this before, right? We got to a point a few years ago where there were more quarterbacks that were worthy of starting in the league than there were spots for them to start. Right. That's not the case anymore. No! We've had so many retirements and all the old guard is gone now. The right? era has flipped now. Right. Brady's gone. Eli's gone. roethlisberger gone. Rivers. Phillip Rivers is gone jabriza is gone. Soon to be Matt Ryan gone. No, soon to, no, hundred <laughs> percent. Soon to be Aaron Rodgers gone, maybe yeah. too. Right? Yeah. So you're looking at seven or eight guys, and if you look at the most recent quarterback classes, you know the Baker class had two or three guys flame out who are not necessarily going to be mm-hmm. starters. So you know the last few quarterback classes we had, you know, only one last year in Kenny Pickett, who looked I think okay as a rookie. Mm-hmm. So they just haven't produced the quarterbacks you need to replace those guys. So. Now I think there's really a paucity. You're looking at a half dozen teams in the draft that could be looking for quarterbacks. So these guys are going to go in the top ten. They're they're that they're gifted enough to, to go that high.
3: You have been writing about the uh, draft or uh, the draftees yes. all week long. Mm-hmm. So folks, check that out. John, uh, John put put stuff on every day for Mobile. I wanted to ask you two different questions. Yeah, what do you got that are not about the prospects, but about your trip? And then I will get the calls. Okay. Number one. How much, if any, talk was there about free agency in terms of scuttlebutt while you were down at uh, the senior there, there were some. Do you
0: have any specific
3: questions? Well, specifically, how are those big-name quarterbacks who may or may not be either free agents, traded, or cut, how, how does it look like from the scuttlebutt that they're going to shake out?
0: Aaron Rodgers will not wind up with an NFC team. The Packers will only move him to an AFC team. Oh, something that's something I have not heard. All right, so um, there you go. There's something, something good.
3: I, I've heard. Um, David Carr? Or Derek Carr. Da- <laughs> <laughs> David's staying with <laughs> NFL Network. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I think he's happy. Yes, I do. I agree. There's doubt as to whether or not Derek Carr will accept the trade anywhere. That it might be in his best interest to make them cut him. So he can sign a free agent contract and go wherever he wants. Okay. Even if that first year might not be the 41 that he's owed, it'll be a long enough term deal with more guaranteed money that it makes more Mm. sense for him to just go in fresh, pick the team you want to go to. They don't have to give up anything to get you. Because what's the motivation for him to. uh, Because he has no trade clause. Yes. So what's the motivation for him to approve a trade? There's not really. Right, so I think that's the thing with Derek Carr that people are talking about. How about Jimmy G? I did not hear much about
3: Jimmy G. Okay. Those, those are I kind think of think there the are some, qu-
0: some people have said, wouldn't San Fran want to bring him back for a year because of the Purdy and They Lance announced injuries. they will not.
3: Oh, they did. I didn't see that. That came out. Uh, I saw it overnight. Okay. They said they are not going to bring him back. Okay. They're moving on from him. Okay, my second question Yes, has to do with the Giants people. Yes. This is the first time that Shane and Dable have been to any of these things as Giants personnel. No, well, Shane was at the senior bowl last year as the GM. He did go. That was his, I remember we were there
0: and we mic'd them up. So yes. Okay, but see, I didn't even remember that. He had not hired, a, that was at the very
3: beginning of the okay. coaching As a twosome. Though. Correct. Okay. Yes. What did you notice about them, if anything, that either surprised you or intrigued you about how they went about their business trying to scout out? None of them wore Giants clothes, so it was impossible to find them in the stands with our cameras.
4: (laughs) That would be the first thing that stood out to
0: me. Yeah. They were all, you know, they were, and and, well, Dable and Winkle were wearing their like black Giants gear, which is just harder to spot because it's black. It's not the Giants blue. Right. Um, That was the first thing, which nobody really cares about but us. But yeah, I thought that was funny. It is Um, funny. Did they split up? Did they stay together? No, they were. everyone was kind of spread out. A lo, uh, the Giants had probably more coaches there than most teams.
3: Hmm. Kafka Which, and Wink, Martindale both? Yeah,
0: and, and assistants. Uh, T-Mac? I did not see T-Mac. But okay. I, that doesn't mean he wasn't there. I just didn't, okay. I didn't have. But like, yeah, multiple assistants on offense and defense were there.
3: I probably, I probably should ask you one more follow-up question, yes. and that is uh, the reports out of some of these newspapers uh, saying Wink Martindale is now the favorite for the Colts job. I did not see that. I've been working all morning. Did that come out this morning? Uh, I believe in the last 36 hours. Oh, really? Um, but... How much conversation, if at all, was there about Kafka or Martindale? Perhaps going somewhere else. I did not hear anything specifically. I think uh,
0: I think a lot of people are like, "Who knows what the Colts are going to do?" Because yeah. that, that the owner, you just don't know. Well, you don't know. just don't know what they're going to do.
4: Mm, that's right? true.
0: <laughs> he took a TV announcer. Yeah, correct, hundred percent. And last year they they were, they were I think that you know or, or was that the Texans that were close to hiring McCown? I think that was the Texans last year. Right. that Were close to hiring McCown. Yeah. But um, yeah. No, I mean obviously you don't want that, and you know,
3: for them I'd be very back. happy. So for this I. organization I'd be yeah. terribly disappointed. Now
0: the only good thing is that I think if Wink leaves, I do think you have um, Drew Wilkins, who's his protege, pretty Unless much. Unless
3: he takes him. I think,
0: if, 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 I think Wink, if, if the Giants all give him the D.C. job, I think Wink would be happy to let him stay here. Remember, Wink at a press conference said he deserves to be a D.C. Correct. So I think if he has a chance to be the D.C. here and Drew wants the job, and I don't see why he wouldn't, uh, I would imagine Wink would, I think he would okay, stay here. But that, again, maybe I'm wrong. I could be crazy. Maybe Wink, the organization. Wink I don't could know, take but. him
3: and give him the D.C. job where he lands, though, is what I'm saying to you. In other words, yeah. Drew doesn't no, have to be the D.C. here. He could be the D.C. for Wink. That's a good point.
0: See, I'm tired. That did not compute for I'm me I'm right sorry, away. but that's why No, you No, know, it's, it's, a, it's a great question, a great point. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm an idiot for not thinking about that myself. Yeah, you could, and then, then, then
3: it gets interesting. That, and that's why, from a Giants perspective, I'd be disappointed because you're talking about not just the lead guy, but he might take others with him. And that would really be a shame because this coaching staff was sensational this past season.
0: Yeah, no, they did a great job. Yeah, that would be disappointing. But yeah. no, I did not hear anything specifically about that. All right. Those are the kind of quick general questions I had. I, I could tell you Wink was there and he was talking to giant coaches in front office people and all that stuff. So... They were acting as though he was gonna be here next year. Well he's Scouting got himself.
3: he's he's got to conduct himself as if things will be status quo yeah. until he gets that phone call exactly. that says we have an offer. Hundred percent. You know, so
1: What's up? I'm John Wall.
3: And I'm CJ
2: Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA six man of the year.
3: I don't see anything in Giants chat.
2: Um, I, I do. I, I do have some replies
0: here to my tweet, so maybe. Uh, okay. So maybe I do have some stuff here, but I want to get to the calls first, Pierce. Yes, people did call in. They are holding, so let's make sure we get to that first. Two zero one nine five one three Ray's in Charleston. He'll lead us off. Hello, Ray. Roy. It's Roy. Hello, Roy. That's Sorry. A, how you doing, Roy? <laughs> I'm literally, I, did not, I did not open up the document. I'm seeing it on Pearson's screen about 10 feet away. I swear to God, that's what I'm doing. And it looked like a, a, Roy, a Ray from here, not a Roy. Roy, my apologies. Okay. What's going on?
1: <laughs> no worry, guys. I'm glad you got back safely. And, um, you know, I, I just got to tell you, Paul, how dare you speak of such things? I can't believe you said that. I, I'm really not happy with you, man. Here you, you, you spoke you think you're into existence. Uh, yes. I don't want Wink to leave.
3: Are well, you kidding I, me? Why did you even bring it up? Because, because it's news. no, it's news. It is news, news, and this guy was on the ground with where
4: no.
0: everybody is. And you know, it's funny. I was so locked into what I was doing with the writing and all the reports and the podcast and the po- and, and and everything. I all this stuff. Like, dude, I, I didn't find out Brady retired until like eight hours after it happened. Like, oh I'm my not, god! Like, I'm not on my I, like I'm not looking. Wow, at, dude, you know how it is at these practices. <laughs> I know there's so many things going on at the same time. You're like locked into everything going on. That's on the right. Field. That's right. You know, so after I mean I I, I did hear Pearson's wails from East Rutherford after Brady announced, but other than that I, I didn't hear anything about the news. Okay.
1: <laughs> and then and then here and then here Paul says, Yeah, you know, what happens if Wink gets a job and then he takes uh
3: I know his Look, assistant with him. I mean I'm having trouble I, sleeping at night well, over this very concept, okay? Well, okay? Now the question is well, if, now, here's the thing now,
1: though I'm not gonna Yeah, now I'm not going to sleep. Thank you so much. Yeah, and real quick,
0: though, I will say this, and now that I've tried to compute this more with my no-sleep brain,
4: (laughs) if Wink
0: is going to call the defensive plays there as the head coach, and I imagine he would, because usually when you hire a guy because he's an expert somewhere, he would do that, right? Maybe then Wilkins would want the opportunity to call the defensive plays
3: here instead. Possibly. Maybe. I don't know the answer to that, though. Uh, I know.
1: Well, I just hope Wink stays. That's all I care.
3: The way that Wink talks about these assistants on the defensive side of the ball, and he glows about all these guys. He has said so many wonderful things about Patterson and about the Wilkins brothers and about Jerome Henderson. Jerome Henderson, Henderson, who wasn't even with Wink until this year. Right. And he loves Jerome Henderson. Has said many times he thinks he's the best secondary coach in the league. Don't you think if he gets a job, he's going to want to start pilfering some of these guys? I think it's pretty obvious.
1: Stop it! Stop it! All right, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. It really is. Yes, I know it really is. And and you know, um, God bless him if, if you know.
3: He's a great I'm, dude, I'm always man. always in favor
1: of. Yeah, he and, is. He's and, a great and dude. Entire, and so so are the other coaches. I mean, yeah. my gosh, all the position coaches. Um, so anyway, yeah, so I'm not very familiar with with. Um, um, um. Great, I just love a uh, free agency. Yeah, and I and I know we've got a bunch of guys that are look like like um, um. Oh crap! Uh, Gates Gates is a free agent this year. Yes, right? he is.
3: So's Feliciano. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Right, and I remember you said, Paul, that uh, Joe Shane has been under. The Buffalo system of being able to manipulate some of that money yes. to, ben- to benefit both the team and the player. Yes. So, so, um, and you know, we've talked about who needs to stay, who needs, you know, who, who we really need to sign. We did talk about, you know, Daniel, uh, Saquon, and Julian, and but you know, uh, you know, I think about, um, you know, I, I love, I love Slayton. I've always loved Slayton. Ever since he, um, he took he 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 caught that over the sh- that that back shoulder pass one uh, was it two years ago, um, that was just phenomenal. So and but like you know we've we've noticed his consistency definitely needs to improve. His hands has got to you know he's got to get a little stickier with those hands. With 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 all the free agency that's going on, do you think it's really? Um, is it, is it feasible to look outside of our our roster to replace some of these guys, even though they might want they might want a little more money than? In other words, you think there are guys on the market who can replace somebody like Gates?
3: All right, here's here's Cristiano. the problem. I'm going to answer you in a different way. It won't be exactly what you're asking, but it's kind of a roundabout way to get to the to the actual uh, solution. Here's the thing. The Giants probably have more than three unrestricted free agents that they'd love to bring back, okay? Obviously, Barkley, Jones, and Love are the three guys. I think we would all agree the Giants want those three guys back, okay? Agreed. But here is the issue. They may have as many as, and I'm just going to pick a number out of the air, and I don't think it's unrealistic. There may be five other unrestricted free agents on their list of 21 that they'd really like to have back. But by the time you get done with the top three, John, there is a possibility. Well, if you can even get the top three done, I'm gonna assume they can. All right, but let because I I believe in the machinations of the Bills, the way they dealt with their cap, and I think that Shane will use many of those tricks to to get these guys in here. Well, yeah, but the players and their agents have to agree to these contracts. I think these three players have made it clear they'd like to be Giants. Okay, we'll so see. I'm gonna I'm gonna hypo hypothetically assume those three guys make it in. Well, then you're done. That's the problem, is that of the other five, let's say, that they'd like to keep, they're going to have to pair probably at least three of them, maybe even more, because you're going to have to do what you need to do to get those top three guys in. So it's not that yeah. necessarily they don't want other guys, it's that they can't afford the other guys. Is get that fair? Right? 100%. It's just math.
1: So yeah. So, so what, where, where? I think our priority is, is continuing to shore up the O-line like you said the trenches is where the you know uh, the o line and the d line you know it, we shore that up you know so i think that that as opposed to getting you know some watch and 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 john you mentioned that you were not impressed with the wide receivers in uh the shriners bowl correct that you
0: well no the uh the the senior bowl not the Shrine game I, senior I, bowl yeah. okay I, yeah i wasn't in okay.
1: vegas Okay, I got you. I got sadly. you. Sadly. Okay, well. <laughs> sadly. Okay, well. You know. Uh, look, the free well, agent
3: receiving see. core is not very good either. And it's not. Look, yeah. Okay. There,
0: honestly, I, I don't want to depress Giant fans. This is
3: not the best off season to be really needing a number one wide receiver. No, it's not. It's really not. I got you. So yeah. you know, be it that is what as it is. Name. Yeah. Okay. Here's the here. The here's one thing I can market. tell you though: if you're in the trade market for somebody, okay. you know the Giants have nine picks. They're expected to get two compensatories, which would give them 11. There's a possibility that Joe Shane might wheel deal something here. Yeah, well, t- num- really good wide receivers don't come cheap, though. No, they don't. Right. No, they don't. Right. But right. maybe, maybe, like Buffalo went and drafted, uh, traded some picks for digs. Yep. Maybe, maybe Joe Shane pulls off something like that. Yeah, and if you're looking to get a receiver of that level,
0: it starts with your first round pick. So. And then you have to go from yeah. there.
1: All right, guys. So well, listen. Be good. Thanks. I uh, uh, appreciate you guys. Uh, shout out to Tim and Charleston. I got your email from uh, 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 Pearson making Pearson. things happen. Thank you. Pearson Thank making you things happen.
0: I appreciate the call, Roy. Thank you so
3: much. Are you taking a cut of that business deal, Pearson? Yeah. Like, is it a business deal? <laughs> no, I don't think it is. Um, uh, so when, when do you want to release me? It looks um, like they want
0: to grab yeah, you. Yeah, we're not live. We're recording. So Paul, Paul will be done in about five or ten minutes. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of things going on here, folks. You're, that's a dip behind the curtain. Pierce, yes. oh, stop laughing over there. No, so Paul has to record some inside the films with Sean O'Hara, who's, I believe, probably watching the tape right now. So I'll release yes. you soon enough. I'll okay. To you. I do have a bunch of questions that I can get to once once you depart. Let's go to uh, Marty and Manahawk, and he's up next. Hey, Marty.
4: Hey, John, how you doing? Uh, Hey, Marty. I talked to you last year. We were talking about the uh, tight ends, and i seen uh, those two guys that were down there. Uh, What did did you think of Luke Musgrave's son?
0: Uh, Luke Musgrave was excellent. Um, He was by far the best tight end there, in my opinion. Uh, He could be a late one, early two. Big guy. Now, he hadn't played football since September now. He had a knee injury. He missed Mm -hmm. the whole last three, four months of the year. And you could see the rust. Like, he dropped some passes he would normally catch. But the length, yeah. his athleticism, the speed, like he checks every box. He's 250, 6'5". He checks every box you want out of a tight end. So, yes, really good player. Not sure he's 1,000% healthy, but he was healthy enough to go there and play. You hope he gets back and talk about you talking like rumors and whispers. People think he's going to absolutely annihilate the combine. And, like, do a really good job. Mm. So. I've people told me that one. Well, most people assume Michael Mayer out of Notre Dame is going to be the first tight end picked. Not necessarily.
3: Interesting. I
4: I also uh, was listening to the uh, the guys that were there who uh, was was uh, Lewis Reddick and the other guys. They were saying that uh, when he when he ran, uh, they clocked him at uh, twenty one miles an hour. Yeah. No yeah, crazy, no. yeah. 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 So, he was. He was very yeah.
0: much at at the top of those uh, player tracker leaders. 100.
3: percent They were talking about he was blowing away mostly all the receivers down there with his speed. Yeah. No. He was
4: good. Yeah. yeah. How about the uh, How about the Tyreek Stevenson from Miami, the uh, the corner?
0: Really, uh, re- uh, really good frame. Really good athlete. He was a walking holding penalty. I mean, he was grabbing and clutching and holding and you know, doing all that stuff. Look, <laughs> well, no, but he look he he checks every box. If you're looking for a guy with tools that you think you can coach up, he's your guy. But yeah, he had he had some technique issues. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Yeah, and
4: and you're right. The uh, the Giants uh, contingent were hard to pick up. I did I did I did pick up uh, Wink Martindale there, Lair, which is usually he's got his white uh, yes.
0: Wink was his the easy white one. Shirt
4: with his, with his vest he over had the white
0: it. sleeves. You could see Wink's white sleeves from everywhere,
3: but everyone else was hard yeah. to spot. 100%. And his baseball cap, I'm yeah, sure, that's right? Correct. Yeah, the, yes. whole, the whole deal. Always that—that's Wink.
4: Well, I, I hope we don't lose him because, uh, really, we do need him. But it, you know, they're saying he's the front runner. But I'll be honest, we—I don't—I don't listen to too many of the local reporters when they put stuff out. It's—it's uh, it's like they're wishing for things, you know, but. Uh, Well, we'll see what happens, and uh, did you have a good time?
0: Yeah, it was was fun. (laughs) It was weird. Like, Mobile's usually pretty, like, chilly and cold and, and, and things like that, so, you know... The first day we go down there, Paul, you would have loved it. It was bright and sunny and like 85 degrees. Yeah, you're burned. I, my, I the whole left side of my face was like baked yes. like a lobster. I could see It's not not good. Yeah. And then the next few days, I had to buy a sweatshirt and winter hat because it got so cold that I was freezing sitting on the metal bleachers. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so it went from like one extreme to the other like in a day. It was That's crazy. nuts. It didn't rain though, which was good. So we got to stay outside yeah. and watch practice at the stadium, which was good.
4: Well, it's good you're back, John, and uh, we'll hope, uh, hope you settle in and we get back to normal here with uh, with everything. So, uh, I'm glad you had I'm glad you enjoyed your trip.
0: No, I appreciate it. I'm happy to be back, um, and we'll be back with regular shows next week. The following week, we might end up taking a week off. We're going to see how that goes. We'll see. Um, but uh, yeah, we're rocking and rolling. It should be a lot of fun. All right, Paul, I got a couple questions here. Let me see if I can find some non combine related ones for you. Let's see what we got here. Carl Banks had to CC me on a tweet in the middle of the show. So now I got all these replies Uh-oh. to that filling my mentions oh, here. Oh, I hate when that is, happens. Which is not helping me really No, bit here. Uh, let me see if I can. There we go. Replies to this tweet. That's what I'm looking for. Here we go. Um, let's see. Oh, here's one that you'll get upset about, Paul. You ready for this one? Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead You'll get you love, about you love this. to poke the bear don't hey, you I didn't submit the question okay don't go be ahead don't mad at me alright at uh, Thetis son okay. that is on something I don't know um, would be nice to hear a discussion on the possibility of trading Daniel Jones similar to how Rosen um, traded Wentz maybe this would happen after the draft if Shane can land a prospect he likes but there's so many quarterback needed teams gotta figure NYG could get a haul this is not anti-DJ He's being clear about that. Just Mm -hmm. hard to win and rebuild with a quarterback making a lot of money eating cap space. I don't hear this scenario get discussed enough. Wow. I discuss the quarterback salary cap numbers all the time. No, but the trade. He's talking about whether you could trade him because the cap number would be too high. Oh. I mean, that's the point. That, that's the thing that doesn't get discussed. Enough, See, I
3: think, I think I, I, personally, I think that it's been made very clear by everyone in the Giants hierarchy, as well as Daniel Jones, although they've been more vocal than Daniel himself. This is a match that everybody wants to happen. I don't get the sense that anybody is lukewarm about him staying a job. I would be shocked if he's not the quarterback next year. I mean, we've been saying this now for a couple of months. But look,
0: they have the franchise tag. That's the thing, right? So if they want him here, he's going to be here. And you know, I mean, look, is there a, a a situation where they put the non-exclusive tag on him, someone blows him away with a crazy deal and the team walks away with two first round picks? Is that out of the realm of possibilities, um, I suppose
3: not. A deal's not a deal till it's a deal, right? right? But I, I, I would be very, very surprised if you. W- I've back. been saying Thank the you. same. Here's what I will add to you, okay? Um, it's my hypothesis, and this is not coming from upstairs. I think we've talked about this once before. Maybe not on. I haven't been general. on with you in a couple of weeks. So okay, I don't know. so maybe not. Yeah. it is my hypothesis that he will get something like a three year deal for real with extra years tacked on or a four year deal with a with a ghost fifth so that you the trade off to Daniel is this you help us out a little bit and give us a little bit of a lower number cuz we know you want to be here and we want you here and we're trying to keep Saquon and we're trying to go out and get a big receiver for you and we're trying to fortify that line all right let's let's make it all good for everybody and in return for all of this, what we're going to do is we'll make it a shorter-term deal that'll give you a player option on the back end of it as the fourth or fifth year. So that if... Well, I mean, it would, it would have to be the fourth year because a four-year deal is not a sh- short deal. A three-year deal is a short okay. deal. Okay. Right. Well, then three with a the, with the four. Right. And, and the player option is, this is why it works, in my opinion, because then Daniel will have the opportunity... To go out and get another mega contract before he's thirty years old, and that's usually the litmus test for a lot of these guys. When they say, "Well, once I hit thirty, I'm not getting a big, big splash contract again."
0: Right, but even in that situation, I think it would have to still be significantly more than what the tag is. Otherwise, he would just play under the tag. See, I, I don't think it's going to have to be. I think why, 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 why why would he take a three-year deal with the tag is when he can have it on a one-year deal for the
3: security the the security of i know i've got 3 years guaranteed as opposed to 1 year guarantee I think his number's going to wind up coming in somewhere between 30 and 32. Oh, the sh- there's no
2: way, Paul. 30, oh, 30, no
3: way. 30 is the transition. There's no way. Well, 30 is the transition. But throw that away. 32 he's, is the he's franchise. He's not getting transition tagged. If anything, he's Oh, I, get I the- don't think he's going to get transition tagged, but the numbers are 32 and 30. Yeah. I think he's going to come in somewhere in there. Why would he ever with-
0: sign a long-term deal for the same as the franchise oh, I'm not tag.
3: saying long-term. I'm talking short-term. Yeah, but it's longer than one year. Yeah, but it's guaranteed money.
0: Uh, I I think I, I think you're being too optimistic.
3: I, I think the highest that it goes is thirty four.
0: Oh, I don't think there's any way he signs a deal for less than thirty five.
3: Okay. That's all right. I, I, and you know why this is all conjecture. Oh no, none I, of I, us again, have any idea. Yeah, yeah. We're, this isn't anything we know. This is just our opinion in terms
0: of how this is going to go.
3: You know, uh, we we were looking the other day when you were uh, down in Mobile about you know the top ten quarterbacks in terms of average yearly salary, mm-hmm. and I think we said Cousins is thirty five and he's number ten. Uh, I don't remember what number he was, but in well, the ranking, no, he but, but he but but he, but he was thirty five million. For right, sure. He's mm-hmm. thirty five and he's number ten. And I can't imagine him taking less than so, that. So the question is, you know. Where do you value Daniel? And, and I, I still think that it's going to be somewhere with, right in that ballpark. I really do. I don't think, I don't think he's going to – if he goes over that, it'll be by a slim margin. I really believe that. But here's the thing. I'm looking at it that I think that I'm doing the player a huge favor – if I if I give him a three or a four with that with again with that player option on the four or the five however you want to play it is okay with me right to give him the way he can opt out before he's thirty years old so he can go get another mega contract which may be here I think that's a huge that is a huge that piece of freedom is huge well, right but here's for a the player. thing but he might plus he, he's going to get a guarantee
0: but maybe he wants the shorter deal plus the more money in the guarantee maybe he wants well both. If he, well and
3: you know what. Human nature always says, "Get whatever you can get." Well, right? and,
0: and, well and here's and, and, and this
3: is why it, it's more difficult for and, and again, we're not arguing here. we're just no. We're well, just we're taking both throwing sides out
0: of the Right, we're taking both sides of, of, of the remember, this is a negotiation, right? Both sides have to agree to this, which is why it's so difficult. We have and look, the negotiations haven't started. We have no idea how this is going no. to go. So this is just us you know throwing things around here somewhat haphazardly, where it's, it's, this is not working out an extension. The difference here is that he's an unrestricted free agent. Right. So that moves leverage to the player side.
3: Because another team coming to sign you. And a team could come and blow him out of the water with a ridiculous number right. that's so out, out of the ordinary and unrealistic that maybe he would have to take it. And that when could And when guys are coming off
0: their rookie deals, understandably so, oftentimes, again, maybe Daniel will look at it this way. I don't know. They want to cash in on that first deal, right?
3: See, so, for me John we'll uh, what makes it hard and we'll let it go here yes. is that I'm trying to say from both sides. I'm trying to say okay, what could be good for Daniel? What are some of the things that could be good for him and what are some of the things that could be good for the Giants? And that's where I'm trying to melt it into the middle and find something that I think is palatable oh, by the way and giving both sides something tasty. I agree
0: with your theory
3: that unfortunately I, I think it, sometimes it, theories are fantasy. I
0: get I it, get that. If I had to guess this would land in a th- the window of a three-year deal rather than a six- or seven-year deal, I think, where this will end. All right, so you're, you're, you're with me on that. I just think the number's higher. Okay. You know what I mean? So I agree with mm-hmm. you in terms it does benefit Daniel to have the shorter deal. He can cash in. Again, I think that's a benefit to him. And I do think the three years over, the one gives him more security and more guaranteed money. I just think the starting point on those discussions – or maybe $5 million higher than you do. I could be wrong, though, and you could be right, or you could be wrong, and I could be right. I don't know the answer. This Who is knows true. what Daniel Jones's agents and Daniel's going to ask for? We don't know. Nobody knows. But this is what the. This is why this is going to be hard. This is why this is not an easy thing to figure out. Right. And that's why, it, you know, hopefully they get it done before the tag deadline so they can figure out what they're going to do and, you know, plan their money. Because you remember, the problem you run into is that if you don't have this done so much of that oh, I pie know. you have to leave aside I on you know it, you know, if they have to tag them you just take $32 million out of your it cap space complicates and, uh, erase it so
3: much yeah absolutely and, you, and, you, and
0: you'd really rather not do that if you can the question is whether or not they can figure out a number that works for both sides
3: what you really want all right, there are there are deals that are good for the player, there are deals that are good for the team, and then what you want is a deal that is good for the team because it's also good for the player. Right. That's what you want. Right. You want number three. Right. And you want the player to understand that's what's good for the team is also good for you. That's what you want to somehow come to an agreement on. Yes. It is and,
0: a tough line to, to draw, though.
3: It's hard to draw it. I mean, but, but the first example, step is the player wanting to stay. Well, well for that's example, first thing.
0: That's, I think, that's, you want to go back. We've had these discussions at the combine plenty of times over the years. That's what Dallas tried to do with Dak Prescott, right? right. They, they tried to do a deal that You're was right. good for them, but good for the player. And instead, they got fleeced. And you know what Dak said? No, 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 I want all the money. Mm-hmm. And what did they have to do in the end to keep their quarterback? They wound up giving him the money. They had to give him, had to give him the money because yeah. what's yeah. your answer if he walks? Same with Kirk Cousins right when he played the the, the, the the franchise tag game this is true and again that's those are how the two sides are going to argue this and we'll see where where it lands. who knows okay I have no idea Paul go do your thing I'll see you'll I'll, I'll Hi, take folks. some senior ball questions.
2: All right Paul good stuff. thank you my friend I'm going to slide over and go to the middle now. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: As I take some questions about the senior bowl here. Thanks for sending your questions, folks. We appreciate it. Uh, I will get to as many as we can here uh, before we say goodbye. All right, here we go. Rodney Blaze asks: Cindy Brown, Xavier Hutchinson, Rashi Rice. What do you think? All right, I'll go through one by one here. Sydney Brown, uh, for the fans that don't know, I know a lot of these names are unfamiliar for people, so I'll try to do my best in you know, laying the ground on what all these guys are. Uh, Sidney Brown is a safety out of Illinois. His twin brother is Chase Brown, the running back, also out of Illinois. Um, Sidney Brown played really well. I thought he was maybe one of the best safeties there. Uh, what did he measure in at, Sydney Brown? He measured in at 5'10, 213. He's thick. Uh, he played a little bit of center field, he played a little bit of the slot. He did a little bit of everything. I thought he played really well. I thought he did well by himself. I think he could possibly be now a, a day-two pick at safety. Really good player. Uh, Xavier Hutchinson, wide receiver out of Iowa State. He measured in at 6'1.5", 207 pounds. Good route runner, good wingspan, good hands. Just doesn't really have that burst or, or juice to really separate a ton uh, from opposing cornerback. So that's where I kind of land on him. Um, good player, possession guy. Fourth round, fifth round ish, somewhere in there, maybe. And then um, Rashi Rice. You know, Rice is interesting. I think he was one of the more consistent wide receivers there. He's at an SMU, uh, six foot, 200. Doesn't have like the juice to really get deep. He's not super explosive, but runs good routes, good hands, good player. Uh, I think he's probably a round three ish type of guy, but I don't think he's a one. I think he's, you know, kind of in that two area. And, again, more of a a route runner possession type than a uh, big play guy. Matthew, at type Ramza, thoughts on if the bag quarterback play from time to time to hurt some evaluations on receivers? Yeah, we mentioned that earlier. Um, I do think that, you know, that made it tough on some of the wide outs. But, you know, you don't look to see if the pass is complete. You see if the wide receiver can separate and get open. And I think that's how we kind of base the evaluations. But I do think it helps the corners because it does give them more avi- ability to uh, – uh, jump on some on some throws. Also wants to know if there are any sleeper-wide receivers. Uh, Tank Dell, only 162 pounds. Somewhere in Columbia, Maryland's having a conniption about that. But uh, <laughs> really fast, can uh, get over the top. Uh, good explosiveness, but again, just 5'8, 160. So I think he's going to be limited in what he can do. One guy that I really liked at the game, to be honest with you, is Jaden Reed, a guy I was not very familiar with. I had not watched him before I got there out of Michigan State, measuring at 5'10.5, 191. He got open, speed over the top, good route runner, good quickness. I was pretty impressed by him. So if you want to look at a guy that maybe not a lot of people were talking about uh, before that, um, uh, before we got out to the Senior Bowl, I think uh, that's a player we could talk about here. Let's see. We got uh, at 1925, Big Blue Wrecking Crew. Uh, what are your top three strongest position groups and three weakest position groups coming out of the Senior Bowl? Strongest, I like the offensive line group. I like the running back group. What I, who would I put third? I guess the defensive backs if you want to combine corners and safeties. Three weakest position groups. I was not in love with the pass rushers. Um, linebackers. I honestly, have you know, if you're talking about off-ball linebackers, I have trouble with those groups in practice. I need to see them in games, um. So I don't want to necessarily talk about them. I didn't think quarterbacks were were great, to be honest with you. If you want to put that, um, in there, I think you can. So I'll, I'll 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 give you two on each side there instead. All right, now I gotta s- s- sort through all these banks tweets. Uh, let me see. Oh man, now people are yelling at Charlie here. Uh, <laughs> This is what I gotta deal with, Pearson. I got put on this thread in Alabama where this group of Giant fans were killing Charlie because he claimed he was getting all these guys in his spaces like hundreds and ended up being like six. And like I got put on this tweet thread and it was just murdering my my mentions, and I couldn't even look at anything. Um yeah, I think I'm gonna Oh, here we go. Dylan Davis, thoughts on Jonathan Mingo and Nathaniel Dell. Uh I I just gave you my thing on Dell. Mingo was okay. Um, nothing jumped out of me. I think he's a, uh, day three type of pick, to be honest with you. Um, I think that's kind of anything that we got here. Um, and Dell does do punt returns, by the way. So did, uh, so did, uh, Jaden Reed as well, who I thought was, uh, really strong out there. So I think that's everything. We gave you about 40 minutes today. Good job, our two callers. Uh, thank you for the questions on Twitter as well. We appreciate it. Uh, Michael Wilson from Stanford actually had a nice date, too. I'm just going through some of these tweets, though. so um, That's kind of where we're at here. Murphy Slaw wanted to know, what do you think the chances of the Giants land a guy like Higgins or Ayuk? Well, for one, those are properties of other teams, so that would have to be a trade, obviously. And uh, it would start with the number one, so kind of go from there. And then you have to pay the guys too, which again becomes. Uh, I'm never a big fan of you know trading for a guy and then having to pay them too. I don't like that in terms of asset management, just as a, uh, just as a contender. So in terms of basics, so that's all I got for you. Thanks for being with us, everybody. Um, make sure you go subscribe to the Giants Huddle podcast. By the way, great interviews. Dane Brugler is going up today. I mentioned that, and I mentioned draft season earlier too. Tony Pauline and I had an episode out there on Mobile. We'll have another one next couple weeks as we get closer to the draft. For Pearson Butler for Paul DeTino, I'm John Schmunk. We'll see you next time on Big Blue Kickoff Live.
1: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel.